Hey mamas, it's time to rise and grind. It's me, Brittany, and I'm back with Christian Mom Uncensored, the podcast where I dive into all the real, raw, unfiltered mommy struggles and all the things from marriage to raising babies to making decisions to leaps of faith to trials and tribulations, you know it all. Thanks so much for stopping by this Thursday. Welcome to Christian Mom Uncensored. I was talking to a friend about motherhood. You know how it's like they say, like, when you have a baby, it's literally having your heart live outside of your your body. And it's really true. And as moms, we just fret over everything and worry about everything. And I've been saying that my mantra this week is give it to God and go to sleep. Because with all of the things I'm stressed and worried about, there's not a ton of it I can control, right? So like, I can't control the results of my tests on when I go on Friday. I can't control the fact that I have to wait until Friday to go, even though I'm really emotional about that. I can't control how, I mean, I can control how tired I am, but not really. So I've been saying, give it to God and go to sleep. But also, um, I was thinking about how, so... You guys can shame me, but Mia really, really recently started the process of sleeping in her bed. Um, We have 10 to 12 weeks before the baby is born, so we've been really focusing up on getting her to sleep in her bed. Luckily, because I'm very pregnant, I pee like every hour, so every hour, whenever she's in her bed, I go to her room. I make sure she's not too hot, not too cold, it's not like too crazy in there. And like you check on your kid every like so like so much. That is ridiculous. And I remember having a newborn like always like holding her or feeling her chest to make sure she was breathing, even though she was in the bassinet right next to me. So like we just worry. I'm like out of breath. I just walked upstairs. We just worry about so much. But I've been telling myself, give it to God and go to sleep because there's so much in this life that we can't control, but we can control like our peace and our sleep. And I think that helps our sanity. Y'all, I have struggled this week. I cried myself to sleep last night. I cried for like an hour today already. I cried a bunch yesterday and it's because 2020 and COVID and momming is the next level motherhood that I did not prepare for. And it's rough, like really, really. So you've heard me say a bunch of times, um, in throughout the podcast to give yourself grace but it can be hard when you are really trying your best to do everything for your family and right now because of COVID a lot of us are doing things that we didn't expect to do a lot of us are if you are in the medical field I or an essential worker want to especially thank you for leaving the house and going to work and leaving your kids because that's some supernatural strength right there. Um, 
but some of us like we're stepping into roles as teachers we're stepping into roles where I don't think we were meant to do all of it all, all the time at once um, specifically like if you are a homeschool mom great you shouldn't have to be on your computer working and homeschooling your kids but you are um, if you like for me typically if I if the office was open and I'm glad it's not and I'm thankful to be home but the stress and pressure of having a toddler during my office hours of work are very high because I can't do it all and I think we're all feeling frustrated because we feel like we're not doing enough for our families when we're doing everything for our families so if your husband has lost his job and you have to go back to work for the first time after being a, a stay-at-home mom or have to work more hours to kind of compensate. I've walked through this. My husband lost his job. I mean, he has a new job now, thank God, but he did lose his job during this whole COVID. And um, that definitely put a little extra pressure on me to make sure that I'm very successful at my job because we both can't be jobless. Um, so everything we're going through right now is like really hard and I feel like it's like a, a season of growth like whatever we go through next guys we are prepared for it so like when all of this is over we deserve champagne and a high freaking five because this is insanely hard and what's been hard for me I'm gonna just go over like the hard things that I've been going through and like why I'm always crying besides the hormones because I think you mamas could relate so one of the reasons why I feel so emotional is because I'm really juggling three jobs constantly and I feel like I'm failing in the most important one which to me is motherhood we know how I feel about motherhood and my children and things like that so it's really hard for me when I feel like one I'm at this stage of pregnancy don't know if you guys can remember and if you haven't gotten here yet to the third trimester be prepared but it's like the insomnia phase and it's not that I can't fall asleep although sometimes I will be laying in bed and I just can't fall asleep it's the discomfort and the baby is kicking you all night long and like sometimes you kind of just are tired enough that you can ignore the baby kicking you but it's also summer so it's hot I have in my room a ceiling fan a big box fan that's on the floor I have two other table fans when I go to bed and I'm still hot so I'm just letting you know like when you do not have sleep it becomes insanely hard to function normally and I think that has been my biggest the thing that is making everything that's hard ten times worse so I struggle because at the end of working all day I would have ten minutes to get in the car and go pick up Mia and it would be like a, it's like a five-minute drive but like walking from my desk out to the parking lot getting in the car picking a song windows down <laughs> go pick up the baby and then go do whatever 
although it was a very hard routine to leave her, and although I don't want to ever go back to that routine, there were moments and breaks that I think a lot of us working moms are not getting now because it is literally sign out the computer, sign into momhood. And it's not even like while I was working, I wasn't momming. Like I'm still stopping to make breakfast. I'm still stopping to give hugs. I'm still stopping to pick out outfits for the day and things like that. And there are some ways that you can kind of structure your days to make them easier. Um, so that while you are working, like if you, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but have like bins or even drawers where it's labeled Monday through Friday and you put their outfits in there. And then like, at least they have the first go-to outfit of the day. And if it gets ruined, like hopefully dad or you or whoever can go and grab an extra shirt. Like you can do that. So that that's one thing to do. You could, could bre- you could cook breakfast the night before, or you could do a super simple breakfast. I was talking to my friend yesterday about how Ethan had gotten up and made me a breakfast, which is, you know, good. He's supposed to do that every day while he is in limbo waiting for uh, his new job to start. He gave her, so my daughter is a fruit person, loves fruit, wants it with every meal, loves strawberries, wants it with every meal. So she had strawberries, blueberries, yogurt, and then like a waffle. And I was like, hmm. She ate it all, and then, like, she was ready to get down. She didn't seem hungry. She still had her normal snack. I was worried she wasn't going to be full enough, but it's not like we were going anywhere. So if she got hungry, we were home. And I was like, wow, I really make my life harder than it has to be because that's a super simple breakfast with, like, minimal prep. Whereas every morning, I'm waking up, I'm scrambling eggs. (laughs) I am making, like, I'm just doing all of it every day. Um, And I think it's because, like, growing up, that's really how my mom was. Uh, and Mia's at a point where she doesn't like cereal, but she likes oatmeal. So like, I mean, she doesn't like oatmeal or cereal, but she likes yogurt. I can start simplifying our mornings for myself when we're working and not stopping to cook like eggs. I feel like every single day, at least on the, sp- the stressful days. So if you can do super simple um, breakfasts and then also have snacks like laid out like literally pack your kids lunch box like they are going to school even though they are at home and do it with like their morning snack and you can label it a.m. snack now I know when you have older kids and they need they don't need you to open up the stuff for them that they might just eat all their snacks at once but if you at least have snacks prepared it's one less thing you're gonna have to stop and do or spend time doing so, like, if you have elementary school kids that are old enough to grab their lunchbox and you can say, get your morning snack, great. You don't have to stop your, whatever you're working on to do that. Um, and if you have, like, a toddler like me, even just, like, prepping the morning snack, whatever it is, if it is, like, pretzels, Mia loves pretzels, at least I don't have to stop and, like, get a bag or get a bowl and fill it. Like, at least that's one thing less to do. So I think what I have been not doing because I've just been in survival mode is been preparing myself to have easier days so that no matter what with kids even if you do everything and prep everything you're gonna have to stop at some point because someone's fighting someone fell down someone's hungry someone has to go potty someone spilled something 
but if you can at least cut out some of the things, I think it'll make life a little bit easier. And that's what I need to do. And it seems like really obvious advice um, now that I'm saying it, but it's something I haven't been following and definitely need to, to do to help my life a little more. The other thing is in prepping for success, this, these are things that are going to help me when I have a newborn and a toddler and um, I'm really tired on certain days. I foresee that there will be some days where I, ha I do better than others. Um, so even like prepping activities for the week, uh, coloring books that you're specifically going to do on specific days or like specific pages you're going to do with specific stickers. Uh, like age-appropriate crafts and activities that are relatively mess-free. I'm not talking about painting. If Mia's going to paint, that is a two-person activity that needs full supervision, but there are ways you can paint that are mess-free um, that we've done in the past where like you just put all the paint in a Ziploc bag and tape the, ba the bag down and they kind of just use their fingers and you could water paint. Um, they have these really cool things where you can get these from like Michael's. Um, it's like a coloring book and like the bottom of the page looks like paper, but it's actually paint and it's just like water painting. I They're the most amazing things. Super genius. I love them because it, I mean, it still requires some supervision because it is water painting, but I've had Nia do that a couple of times actually. And it's at least like really minimal cleanup and I appreciate that. So I feel like if you can prep your clothes, your kids' clothes, if you're into getting dressed for the day, if you're into staying in pajamas, do you? Um, prep, prep breakfast and snacks when you can. And even like lunch, if you can prep lunch, like treat it like a school day. You're getting sandwiches. You're getting like, you know, some turkeys and slices of cheese, like some cut up cheese cubes, some grapes, and some carrots and we're gonna treat it like you went to school and I packed your lunch because I still have to go to work and at this point a lot of you guys are probably getting ready to send your kids back to school um, but yeah so definitely prepping for success I think is something I'm gonna try to implement and uh, I'll let you guys know how it goes when I um, start I'm gonna start next week um, this week is almost over, and I feel like that's a good time to to start. So I have been feeling like I have been I give my as much of myself as I can to the job that I'm doing during the hours that I do it. Um, I really try to make sure I get all the casework done that I'm supposed to. I will work through lunch if I've had to stop and take care of a toddler, which I kind of recently stopped doing because I realized my mental health needed a break. Um, but for the most part, like for instance today, I kind of worked through half of my lunch and then took a shower and then continued working because I needed to, because I'm, I'm going shopping later y'all, I need to go shopping, tax-free week, getting baby clothes. But um, I have been feeling like I'm not being the best mom and I really this is why I cried myself to sleep last night because I had no patience for dealing with the temper tantrums and the the touchiness that comes from a toddler 
at the end of the day, I had done a lot yesterday. I'm, I went to, I didn't go anywhere. Sorry, I got up, got on to work, cooked breakfast, made my smoothie with my collagen and all of my healthy things, my spinach, my kale, everything in there, which is like check mark, check mark. I was sitting on my yoga ball all day. At lunch, I went and walked the track that's right near our house, and I ran, I didn't run. I walked up and down the bleachers too, so it's like do a lap, go up and down the bleachers, do a lap, go up and down the bleachers. Then I had to come back and shower, got back online for work, stopped after work, played with Mia. Um, Ethan actually made dinner because at that point I was hungry and tired and crying um, because I don't know what to eat because I'm trying to be like really healthy so I'm like which I know what to eat but then I'm like oh but that's like a bad carb or oh that's you know like there's no good food or bad food like I learned that through journeying through disorders of eating eating disorders but I, I was just stressed about it so Ethan made dinner and was like here you're just gonna have to eat what I make and I had been like doing some different activities with Mia and then it was like time for bed and at this point I was exhausted all day but I did all of that and um she was like licking me Mia's in this licking phase and it's really funny because you if you don't want your kid to do something don't laugh at them because it encourages them and like she thinks it's a game and I think it's fine but like it was time for bed and she would not stop licking me which I know this sounds like a weird thing. And I was finally like, Mia, no. When mommy says no, no means no. We were trying to like work on no. It's like you have to learn the concept of no. Um, which she gets because sometimes when I say no, she'll stop and cry and want to do it. And other times she will um, not listen. And then so I'm just trying to do that. So I was like losing my temper. Or, and she was upset, like upset at me. So then I, um, Ethan was like, here, I'm going to come give her a bottle and, uh, you, you need to go to bed. You, and even like I was texting my best mom friend and she was like, you need some sleep. Cause I was like rambling about all these issues. And, um, so I went to bed, but I felt like such a bad mom cause I lost my temper and, as parents, we are going to lose our tempers, but I felt so bad because she's only two. So I'm like, how are you going to get like mad or like annoyed at a two-year-old? <sighs> Guys, it is motherhood. I'm telling you, it'll beat your butt. It'll like kick you. <sighs> it's hard. So anyway, I feel like I'm rambling, but, and I don't know where I was going with this, but what I want to say is that with everything going on in our lives, we have to give ourselves grace and we have to give ourselves the wiggle room to slip up where I feel like if I had not done all of those things, I wouldn't have been like really annoyed when she wouldn't stop licking me and wouldn't lay down for bed. Cause I was like, you need to lay down and go to bed so that I can lay down and go to bed. And you are not doing that. So it was making me mad. Um, but uh, I say all of that because I want you guys to know that it is not a perfect walk over in my house trying to mom. Um, my house is relatively clean. I mean, it's like organized chaos I'm looking at. And that's a win for sure. So I'm going to take that win. But it's all 
<sighs> do you guys feel me? Like, oh, that's the feeling. So, as we're all challenging through this season of life, I just want us to be reminded that everything has an expiration date. This too shall pass. Shall pass. And um, it's okay to not be okay right now. And it's okay to have days where you're not okay. Yesterday I was crying and I was like, I am not okay. And that's when my husband was like, go to bed. Um, and it's really helpful when you have partners that uh, can look at you and see when you like are, are done. I, I mean, and also give yourself props for the things you did right. So often as, so many times as moms, I can't talk, guys, I have pregnancy brain, I'm so sorry, but like we look at the things we did wrong that day. Yesterday, I one, got my smoothie in, I've been getting my smoothie in for like a good solid week straight. I went ahead and did the walking that I need to do, you know, preparing for birth. I worked, which I deserve props every time I get up at 5.30 and get online and work, despite how I slept the night before. Um, and even just thinking like the day before that, I did um, a meditation on birth and because I'm really trying to get in the zone. So like every time you do something right, you should give yourself props. If you've made your kid's favorite meal, if your kid ate vegetables and you weren't not expecting them to, if you know, you actually started a load of laundry or you actually took a shower and got dressed. Like we need to give ourselves props for the things that are hard, especially now and the things that we do right. Because as moms, we look at what we do wrong all the time. I didn't play enough with you today. I didn't hug you enough today. I didn't, you had too much screen time today. We had chicken, chicken nuggets for dinner again. We look at the things that we do wrong and criticize ourselves so much. But in our kids' eyes, I, they don't see any of this. Um, and for kids, time is different. Like, we, the things we feel guilty about, like, if we hurt their feelings. And I mean, like, you tell them they can't play with a specific toy. Um, don't be, like, blatantly mean to your kids. But I'm saying, like, for kids, those moments of, like, they wanted something, you didn't give it to them especially when they're little, they go, they're moved on to the next, they're moved on to the next thing and they forget it. And we really need to live like children and we need to live like toddlers where the thing that went wrong, they spilled milk and they're crying and then they forget about it. Like, okay, great. That's how we should probably treat life. And when they do something, they go, Mia does, I goes, I did it every time she does something. Like, it's really cute. Every time she, like, it's just the cutest thing right now. It's, like, the thing she says that I love. Because, like, for instance, she climbed into her um, booster chair by herself, which was a scary thing because I didn't know she was doing it. But then I saw her. And then she gets in and she goes, I did it. And it's, like, so cute how, like, proud kids are of themselves. So we mamas need to be proud of ourselves and the things we do correctly because we are our own worst critics and I just think about the way you feel well hopefully you have a good relationship with your parents but like the way you feel about your mom or like whoever like you look up to them and you're like they could do no wrong and even when they do wrong I just love them like that's how our kids feel about us um 
So at the start of this week, I posted and said my mantra for the week is give it to God and go to sleep. And I have, have you ever felt like (laughs) you are really trying to do something? Like I'm saying my mantra is give it to God and go to sleep, but that's something I have to actively work on. It's not like automatically I'm like, "Mm, okay, thanks God. and And I go to sleep. Literally every single night I've had to, and every single day I've had to go, you know what? God's got it. And I've had to like stop and remind myself that. Um, so think about like, if there's anything you need to like pick your mantra and even if you have to work on it, it's, it's a good thing. And for me, because it's been a really stressful week and I've been worried about certain, I've been worried about the future. I've been saying, give it to God and go to sleep because I know I need sleep. And it's just been a long week and I don't want it to, to continue anymore. I'm ready for the weekend. The other thing that I haven't been successful in that I want to remind us moms who are like literally juggling and doing it all is to find joy in every single day. At work, I have a prayer journal, which is probably now covered in mouse poop because there were definitely mice in the building I worked in. But, and it would have, what am I thankful for? Um, And that would be the first thing you'd have to write. And honestly, I need to buy another journal and I need to start doing this because when you center yourself on what you're thankful and grateful for, it does help you get through the tough times. And I mean, it's okay to have a meltdown. I'm not saying, and then, because sometimes I have a meltdown and then I feel like I'm ungrateful when I have a really great life. You're allowed a meltdown, but um, just gratitude will help your attitude. And I know it sounds cheesy, but it's true. Like um, a couple weeks or I don't know, time is blurring. I was talking to my friend and she was like, we're both facing hard things, but look at how beautiful and smart and strong our girls are. Like, look, look at the fact that we have each other as friends to get through it. Like, we are lucky. And it helped both of us, as we were both walking through a hard week, to just, like, stop for a minute and smile. So, some advice to get through this COVID, or just, like, the times as they are. Because right now, we're in this for the foreseeable future is to find joy in every day and then make things to be excited about. So, not sure that made sense. Let me let me break it down. Find joy in every day. So, Wednesdays are my hardest days at work. Tuesdays are somewhat hard at work. Mondays and Fridays I can handle. Thursdays are whatever. So, for me, finding joy and happiness every single day is important so that I can survive all the chaos. If that means that you are going to give yourself a bath every day, if you are going to carve 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour to just like look at your kid and just laugh. And like I, those are the moments I really enjoy are the times where I'm not like cleaning or making dinner or like, cause a lot of times I'll have Mia help me do all of those tasks at the end of the day. Like, okay, well now we're gonna clean together so that they can get done. Now we're gonna do laundry together. Like now we're gonna go to your room so that you can play while I organize your clothes. Like 
but even just like stopping for a minute and just watching your kid like you just have to find joy in every day and it's going to help you um get through the tough times and even if it's like I set aside a walk at the end of the day or 10 minutes to have my coffee you have to find the good in every day because because every day has challenges and as you can tell I've been saying this is the hardest week this is the hardest week pretty much the past couple weeks every week is going to be hard um next week has its own challenges but if you can find one good thing to focus on for the day or one good thing one little treat and it can't be shopping every day unfortunately it'll help you and the other thing is and this has really helped me this week is to plan some things to look forward to that are not on the weekend so for me I live for Saturday and Sunday because on Saturday and Sunday the responsibilities of work fall away and I can be the mom I want to be and also I stop worrying about schedule as much on the weekend um, we we do stick to schedule like nap time is roughly around the same time bedtime is roughly around the same time maybe a little bit later because I'm hanging out still um, but I, I live for the weekends but you don't want to just live for the two for two days a week you know there are seven days in a week if you are miserable for five what kind of life is that so um, my friend actually had a really good idea and we were talking yesterday and she was like I think we need half time this week because um, she also worked <laughs> and was working yesterday and I was like that is genius so we're having half time where we're gonna go shopping when I'm off of work and it has been something that yesterday and today I've been able to like look forward to so if you and I say plan it for the middle of the week Wednesday Thursday or Tuesday Wednesday like plan something to look forward to that you're excited about it could be like we're gonna go to the petting zoo after work on Wednesday or we're gonna do game night with our friends on house party like find something to give yourself like kind of like a breather and like a whew, like a little happy thing during the week and it'll help your weeks not be so monotonous and also kind of just like keep you going because for me after Wednesday and your work schedule might be different it all goes up it's all uphill because I always say Thursday is Friday Eve like Christmas Eve it's Friday Eve so Thursday at 5 p.m. I'm like one more day of work yes I got this so um, whatever you need to do for yourself it could be it could be different things for every week obviously I'm not gonna go shopping every Wednesday um, but even just planning time to, to see your friends or to see your family or whatever can kind of help you get through these tough times and I think it'll also help you if you are at home um, working and <laughs> have kids in school to have it may be harder because now there's homework but um, just to have like a minute to breathe and something fun that doesn't feel like a responsibility like shopping with my friend is not like a looming task over my head 
And even though I love going to my church's small group, sometimes it can feel like it's on the to-do list because it's still a process to, it kind of like sets my day differently. We have to do dinner at a certain time and be prepped for bed and just know that I'm going to go to bed a little later and like we have to leave on time and get there on time and make sure Mia's entertained and do all these things. So like just finding the, like something. And I think that'll help. Um, it could be like, I'm going to get my nails done or whatever. And then my next advice is also to find some time for yourself. I, um, so for instance, when I go shopping, we're bringing our kids, but it, I'm still looking forward to it. And I actually like really love when Mia gets a chance to like go out and do things, even if it is shopping, like I mean, I'm excited she gets to be in a store. Cause like, when's the last time she was in a store? But I, last weekend, I think for two hours, Ethan had Mia and I ha I was doing, I was like taking a bath and doing some other things. Um, and um, I uh, I'm sorry I just got distracted by an email from work I had two hours to myself and it's different between like not work time because then you're still momming. I mean like by yourself. Like, and I mean by yourself. I don't mean like with your husband. I mean by yourself. Like the mo like the hour that I have or two hours that I have once a week by myself are golden. If I'm gonna paint my nails, listen to a podcast, take a nap, <sighs> scroll social media, call a friend, find some, figure out a way to get some time alone. And I know it's really hard to do that, even if it means you have to leave the house for 30 minutes. And it could be, I'm going to go drive to Starbucks on Saturday morning. That's also been a time for me. It's Saturday mornings. I typically wake up earlier in the house because that's my schedule. So Saturdays, one of my routines is to get up. And if Mia's up, she can get in the car with me and she'll be like, we can go to Starbucks and to, to go to Starbucks. But it's like those times when you're alone that you really need to just breathe because like when else do you get a chance to exhale because like usually you're carrying some sort of load so that's my advice so I as I like close want to just say you are doing the most for your family whether it is you are being a stay-at-home mom and raising the kids you're not that's one bill that you're not worried about right now is childcare. Whether it's you're working and you're away from your kids. Well, do they have a home and do they have food? <sighs> Whatever it is that you are doing for your family, they know you're doing it for them and they love the time they have with you no matter what that time is. And it's okay to step away from them. Um, I was feeling guilty because I'm stepping away from my family two times this week. I am going to glucose test tomorrow for three hours. Update you guys on that next week. And then on Friday, I'm going away for four hours to get my hair done. Well, I roughly say four hours because I know how long it usually takes when I'm at this long chatting and doing my thing. But, and I was feeling really bad about that. I was like, babe, I'm going to go. He was like, well, you have to go do like a medical thing. And so you can't really feel bad about that. It's for the baby. And 
honestly, once my hair is done and I'm feeling good, like everyone in my life is going to be so much happier because I'll have one less thing I'm whining about. So, um, it's okay to step away from your kids for an hour or two or three or four. Okay. Especially during this time when we see them constantly, it kind of retrains some unhealthy habits because before when I was at work and I was doing the thing, I got into a good flow of, I hated leaving Mia and I cried about it, but I still had to. So she was away from me for eight hours a day. Now she is away from me for two hours a day while she naps. So I feel like give yourself grace and give yourself time and prepare for the week. And I feel like that's all the advice I have this week. And yeah, so whew, we got this. I feel like I can't breathe because of this baby. I want to just thank all of you guys for joining me in this episode of Christian Mom Uncensored. Don't forget that you can follow me on Instagram at Brittany Jane Stewart. Uh, you should also make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Spotify. You can also listen on Anchor and I believe Stitcher. There's actually a lot of places. I'll look at all the places you can listen. Share it with a friend. Send me a message. Um, I'd love to chat with you mamas and have a really great, really blessed week. I pray you find some time for yourselves, at least a half an hour to to yourself. And um, just know you're amazing, you're strong, and we're all walking this journey together even if it feels like we're doing it alone. There's a bunch of us walking this journey in our own little homes by ourselves, but we're all doing it together. Not sure if that made sense, but that's all I got. I love you all and have a blessed, great, successful, productive, amazing week. I'll talk to y'all next week.